Welcome listeners, I'm your host Michael, I hope you're all doing well and thanks for tuning in to our very first episode of the Reincarnated Thoughts podcast. Our podcast aims to navigate diverse forms of storytelling found in anime and video games to relate them back to real life. There are many important themes and lessons presented in video games as well as anime that we'd like to discuss. Now, it should be considered that these are our personal interpretations and everyone's entitled to their own opinion. With that being said, it's about time that our co-hosts introduce themselves. <laughs> it's your boy Mickey. What up? My name is Matthew. You guys might know me from Isekai Disciples. The name is Akira. I have the best manga to surround. Uh, my name's Essien. It's nice to meet you. Hey, my name's Jordan. It's your boy Trey. Nice to meet you guys. <laughs> <laughs> now, since this is our first episode, we'll each take a quick second just to tell you a bit about ourselves and, you know, just to give you an idea of who you're actually listening to. So, I guess I'll start off, you know, obviously I said my name is Michael, I'm 20 years old, I, uh, you know, I go to school for like different things, Barely. you know. What are you talking about, bro? My average is nice. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? Yo, my, 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 I did good on my midterms, but, um, outside of school, you know, um, right now I kind of have a job, not really getting shifts, uh, you know, I'm kind of an athlete, I don't, I'm not really part of a sports team, but I do work out, if I were to actually compare myself to, um, video game characters, you know, for those of you who know Halo, okay, uh, nah, I'm not gonna say Master Chief, <laughs> <laughs> that man's not human. He's just different. I was gonna say, if you were to take um, Noble Team from Halo Reach, right? If you were to take uh, Noble Six, for example, uh, he is very quiet character that is mostly takes his time to analyze situations and then act accordingly. Um, I were to say that's me. Most of the time, I don't talk very much unless I feel like there's something I have to say. I mostly just observe and you know go off of you know you know when i feel like i it's necessary to speak but aside from that if it's a different situation i would be more like uh, a meal you know i think that's what noble f noble three noble mm. four one of those yeah. ones because like you know he talks a lot of shit and whatnot sometimes i'll do that so it's kind of a mix of those two yeah different situation like when you're playing apex huh <laughs> i mean you know video games get competitive so you, you know how it is if you play that. <laughs> it's, it's kind of just serious you know nothing else matters <laughs> no, Alright. Uh for me, they call me Mickey or Mick, right? Uh end goal, become a professional soccer player. That's all that matters to me. I literally kill everybody just to reach that goal, you know? And then if I can compare myself to an anime character, obviously I gotta take it from the greatest anime. Oh out there. my god. You bro. feel me? One piece, <laughs> goat. The 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 Who you're talking about? I could not be trash. <laughs> call, I'd be law if What's anything. Who's up? Trash. <laughs> nah, I'd be law, bro. Calculate everything. I am serious, but depending on who I'm with, I might smile, might laugh around, you know, right? But yeah, that's it, really. I thought you were gonna say Luffy. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> nah, 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 that guy's too wild. That guy's too wild. Okay. How about you, Matthew? Well. Y'all may not know this, I'm, I'm from the Sky Disciples channel. I'm Michael's twin, his uh, his better hat. 
Oh. <clears throat> um. Now, personally, that's cap. That's cap. I'm into a lot of writing, you know, which is related to my end goal of eventually writing books and whatnot, and eventually having them animated, hopefully. Um, I'd probably compare myself to uh, Hachiman from uh, Oregaru, which is uh, a drama anime. I was gonna say Hachiman from Smite. Nah, nah, Hachiman from Smite, bro. Nah, nah, nah. I can't play Hachiman, bro. You know that. Um, but yeah, I would just uh, compare myself in the sense that, um, for a while, at least for him, uh, he was very much like detached from society and would like rant a lot about it in his own head and wouldn't see the value in a lot of things involving, you know, social stuff and stuff like that. Just normal stuff that people would do. Uh, I definitely think I was like that before. Um, but you know, through a lot of uh, improving and broadening my perspective to interact with people, I've managed to learn a lot since then. Just like he has in, in you know, the anime as well. But yeah, that's probably who I compare myself to. All right. And next we have Mr. Akiro. Who are you? Who are you? No way, you. Twitter mom. Twitter mom. Twitter mom. <laughs> Yo, he died, man. <laughs> <laughs> died on screen. <laughs> All right. Well, since since he's not not here, who are you? Who are you? Uh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm Essien. Uh, I'm 20 years old. Oh wait, no. <laughs> what was I born? 1999. <laughs> Crazy. I'm 20. I'm 22. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a, I'm currently university. And, you know, I'm studying hard computer science. I'm a pretty, pretty, I'm not athletic, but, you know, I, I like to stay fit. Uh, if I was to compare myself to one character, I could not. So I had to take a combination of two. So it's also from what I believe is one of the greatest animes of all time. One Piece. Yeah, talk your shit. combination talk your shit. of my... Uh, combination be of luffy luffy and nami because luffy's hey, uh yo, super ambitious <laughs> super <laughs> ambitious dude wants to become a wants to become pirate king and me i'm a if you know me at all i'm ambitious as heck and I'm, i want to rule the freaking world and become god of everybody but you know that's, <laughs> that's you know dreams and yeah, the I reason i chose nami was because yo we both crazy about the money money more money I don't know what else to say, but money moves the <laughs> world, man. And I'm going to be the mover in the world. So I need the most money. So, yeah, that's me. And it's nice to meet you guys. Fair point. All right. All right. Jordan, tell us more about yourself. All right. Well, uh, my name is Jordan. I'm also a uni student, 20 years old. Uh, I'm currently studying chemistry, and, well, for a character I can relate to, I mean, Matthew already took mine, because I was oh, thinking of him too, <laughs> so I'm going to take someone else, but, yeah, I mean, like, I chose him, same character as him, for being, like, more calm, reserved, but also trying to help out people, trying to do good, as he often helps in the anime. 
Okay then. Uh, but I can also say my boy Koichi being a reliable, reliable guy. Hey. Just, uh, yes, sir. Yeah, Koichi, Koichi. Just a likable person that I try to be. Yeah, that's it. Right. Thank you for sharing. So, next we have. Oh, Mr. Trey. Tell us about yourself, sir. Uh, well, my name's Trey. Um, 25. I'm the old head of the group. I am currently studying real estate as of right now. Um, but otherwise, I'm not really doing much. I do like to play soccer in my free time and watch anime play video games. But if I had to describe myself, I'll probably, even though I kind of don't want to, but he kind of best describes me in a way, it would actually be Naruto. Um, growing up, I I kind of had to grow up pretty fast as a kid, unfortunately, which kind of led to me being protective over people who are close to me, my friends, family. Uh, well, yeah, family in a way, but more so my friends. Uh, I kind of grew up by myself in a way. But uh, yeah, I would say Naruto. But I also do have a very, very, very fucking petty side to me. Uh, I just can't think of anyone who is also extremely petty at this moment. But yeah. Okay then. I have a quick question though. Who's your Sasuke? Who's my Sasuke? Yeah. My Sasuke is myself, bro. I only chase after myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm the only thing that really matters at the end of the day. Crazy. Doesn't sound like Naruto to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And finally, Akiro. Tell us about yourself. Well, I am the king with the best taste in media around. In terms of future aspirations, I'd say something similar to Matthew, maybe become a writer or something in that domain. See. In terms of characters that I can compare myself to, I'd say the main protagonist of Bebop High School, because just like them, I'm very unpopular with the ladies. And yeah. Like you're honest. Fair, fair enough. Like honest. Yeah. It's an honest guy. All right. So now that we've got that over with, let's get into the main topic of things. All right. So I'm quite sure everyone here can agree that anime and video games are a great way to just, you know, pass time, especially after a long day of work. But here's the thing. Here is the thing. There's always a good and bad side to things. Okay. So I got to ask, what would you guys view as a healthy relationship with video games and anime versus an unhealthy relationship with these things in your life? So I'll start off for this one. So we're all in our 20s, right? Which means now, well, a bit before, a year or two before, that's when we started, you know, growing up, realizing the world is all fun and games, blah, 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 you know. So it's time to get serious. We can still play video games, watch anime on a regular basis, but we got to know we got our responsibilities. So if I work all week for every day for six weeks, I go to work for six days a week on the seventh day, I'll usually have that whole day just to play video games and watch anime. Why? Because six days of work and then one day of relaxation, that's a good balance for me. Other people like to do it differently where each day they do a couple hours of work and a couple hours of relaxation. 
that's fine. But if you're doing pulling all-nighters, playing video games, watching animes, missing deadlines, whether it's work or school or whatever, because of anime and video games, that's just not healthy, bro. And you gotta fix up. Because we're, we're way past the age of doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta agree with that. Um, <clears throat> It's really a matter of you know, because then again, everyone's trying to pursue different things. And, yeah. you know, when it comes to goals, how you're going to get or how you're going to attain it is different. And how much time you actually have to invest is different for each person. So, like, if it's taken away from that time that you need to invest yeah, to get those things, it's too much. It's not then it's too much. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So now that we've laid down the groundwork for what it looks like to have like a you know healthy relationship with you know video games and anime and unhealthy relationship uh would you say that you know one aspect of the you know escapism or that comes with the escapism of video games is kind of the entire online community um and different people you can meet do you guys think that's like there's a positive effect with the people you meet online or negative or what would you just say based on your own personal experience Maybe Trey, you want to share your answer on this? Uh, with my personal experience, I've actually had some long, like, lifelong friends. Um, like, literally, a bunch of them live in the states. One of them lives actually about an hour away from where I am right now. Um, I have a couple from Europe, and yeah, a couple from Europe. But uh, I gotta say, like, lifelong friends is definitely one aspect uh that is very positive from you know the online community and whatnot um but i gotta say like most of the time the negative part is toxic players and racism ah. i can't tell you how many times i'm sitting in a lobby but because i'm canadian i don't have or as like americans would say you don't sound black um and they just they just say the n-word all of a sudden yep. i'm sitting there like yo that's crazy they don't even realize i'm a black person or they just don't care uh one of the two regardless but, uh, it's still annoying. yeah yeah it, it's definitely annoying it's it's super annoying like i i hate it yeah 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 i've uh not even gonna lie i've uh i've actually i wasn't part of like an argument but i witnessed one it was actually really funny i was playing uh Rainbow Six Siege. I mean, if you know that game, it's pretty good. Uh, but uh, basically, I was playing a casual game or whatever, right? And then one of my teammates dies or whatever, and then the other guy just starts roasting him. The, the crazy thing is, man starts talking, and you can tell one guy's white, one guy's black. And then the white guy's like, "Oh, are you mad? Cause your father left you?" And then, and then the black guy's like, "Shut up, you hillbilly looking ass, fucking your sister and shit." And I was. Not even gonna lie, it's kind of funny, but you know, it's it's that should just it's just normal on 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 games, which it shouldn't be. Definitely. But aside from the the toxic community, uh, I mean, there are randoms who are kind of positive. So like, you might be playing like Apex or Rainbow Six Siege. Maybe you're playing like a, a MMO and you don't really know something. But there are people who are actually willing to just like help you and get a little better at the game or a better understanding the game. Or yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. With yeah, that. Positive, there's positive reinforcement with some people, at least, you know. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like as you play, like when you get invested into a game, the more you play it, the, it seems like the more, the longer you play a game, the more toxic people come onto the game. 
Because if I take Smite, which is the game I play the most, for example, when I first started, yeah, there were a couple toxic people, but it was nothing crazy. But now, like, people die once just from, like, a little mistake the team made, and they surrender. And, like, they, they just stop playing. And it it's just like, getting like, worse and worse as the season go. Mm. And that's for every game. Yeah. Yeah, also yeah. Games, like you, you start to hit that rank where people start to to get a bit better, start to know the game better, but they they start to think that they're sick. Yeah, yeah. And Everyone they thinks just they're good trashing everybody else, even though they're making a bunch of mistakes too. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that ass. I was playing. I was playing Apex, and like I can relate to that because I, I just hit like plot like on my own without Michael, and like literally I found a person who literally plays like me super aggressive but he was like 10 times more smart but like i i realized very quick like he was doing the right thing so i ended up playing with them and we actually became friends after kind of um and we we basically made it to plot together but like there you can learn things from people if you just like pay attention you're not like yeah. ignorant thinking that you're the best or anything like that you know these people like make these people watch their own gameplay for once yeah I like, yeah, people just don't realize their own mistakes and they always just see others. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's how it is. But it I, is. I think the biggest issue is like, because everyone has a different playing style, you know, when you get with a new team, it's like you have zero chemistry. And instead of being like, okay, yeah. they're playing like this, let me try it too. You say, fuck that. Everyone has to play the way I'm playing or we're or, or done. So I think that's the biggest issue yep. with people. Like, just humble yourself and play the game okay yeah 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 as you as you do climb in, in these games you know and get to higher ranks where it requires people to adapt a lot more and you know to be flexible and in what you can do and whatnot it's it's harder to find people that are willing to do that but you know you when you do eventually find people that are have the mentality to climb you know it'll it, it works out well in the end you know as long as you can you know build up chemistry with them but uh yeah okay that's so so all in all you know the gaming community is a good thing or a bad i'd, I'd say it's a good because then again it also starts with 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 you right like you know if you can if you can focus on the good aspects of the gaming community and whatnot and don't get too caught up in the toxic players and like people that are just racist and you just kind of stick with the people who you know are good players then you can benefit from it right yeah that, i think like there's so much good out of it but there's definitely a lot of bad, too. But it's only because of those specific people. Yeah, I agree. Like, once you find people that you enjoy playing with, like those type of games where you have to, like, build your own kingdom and all that type of stuff, you find a group of friends where you can do that. It's a great game, great time. To but then when you, but the issue is when you're trying to play by yourself, that's when it gets difficult, especially for, like, new gamers. Like people were just new to gaming or just started a brand new game by themselves, that's when they get hard. Like I was lucky when I started gaming, I had all of you guys. So I didn't need to do anything by myself. You guys showed me what game I should start with or whatever, blah, blah, blah. How I should play the game. But for people who, you know, they just want to try a new game. They can't do that <coughs> because they don't have friends. They're, trying, they're expecting to make friends on the game. But everyone's so toxic that they can't even do that. <laughs> so... Yeah, that's the biggest issue <laughs> with the gaming community, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, that has happened. Like, like I, it's kind of funny because, like, I, if you play on a new profile, like level one or whatever, and you go into a game, and yeah. then you play like shit, and then someone's 
sees that, they won't they don't care if you're level one. They look at you yeah. be like, yo, you trash, get off yeah. the game. But aside from that, let's let's move on. Let's move on. So, so 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 since the anime community, you know, in general, I mean everyone over the past years has like seen this, like there's like more and more people just watching anime and whatnot. You know, so since it's becoming more popular and there's like more and more online communities being formed, like it could be Discord groups or Twitter pages and all that stuff. Would you guys say that it has a positive influence on people or, you know, negative or maybe it has both. But what would you say? Do you say the positive outweighs the negative on these communities or the other way around? What do you think about that? Well, basically, it really depends. Like... Personally, my favorites, I would not want them to become that big because once a community becomes really big, it becomes toxic, has a bunch of stupid people inside of it. And like like for like the series, if it does become big, it's generally good for the creators because they get like a lot of profit, a lot of exposure and stuff like that. But like if you go on Twitter and see the uh, the I'm telling you, you're going to lose faith in humanity if you see some of the shit people on Twitter say. I already lost faith like, in humanity, bro. <laughs> you have to start another world war. Obviously, that's what I'm saying, yeah. bro. Shit. Yo, let me give you an example. Yeah. yeah. So, on anime Twitter, right? There yeah. was this one guy who was a My Hero fan. And then oh. he got out yeah. as a pedophile. Right. And after this happened... Bro, he went. No. He wrote a huge ass, a huge ass like apology that nobody cared about. And then at the end, he's like, "I'm sorry," and I know that if Dick was real, he would forgive me for this, which he might. But like that showed just like how people try to justify their actions using fictional characters and stuff like that. Wait, hold up! Um, I don't understand your story, bro. Did you say? He was getting like harassed for liking my hero. No, he wasn't and... my hero fan, right? Yeah. Okay. But then he was got exposed as a pedophile. Oh, okay. So he was a pedophile. And after, he was a pedophile. He got exposed. <laughs> then he made a huge ass. He made a huge ass apology tweet, like a bunch of messages. Then at the very end, he's like, "I know if Deku was real, he would forgive me for this." Hey, yo. You say dick? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like... He's crazy. What the communities fuck? have sort of people all the time. So I don't want, like, my personal favorites to become that big where, like, pedophiles, psychos, they start, like, filtering in, you know? Because right just now... Faith in humanity hmm? even more, man. Yeah. Crazy. Well, really destroy my faith in humanity. I'll be honest. I yeah. disagree, bro. Because when, 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 a, when a fandom becomes big i think that's when it becomes like great because okay once again i'm gonna bring it up but one piece it has a, such a huge <laughs> fandom and you guys can't nobody can deny that we got they got the, like some of the most loyal anime watchers out there you know we stuck it up yeah. through over a thousand chapters and it's just fun to actually communicate with them and be like yo next chapter is gonna be crazy this this that i understand why you prefer it small but when it gets big, I think it's just there's so many more people to talk about, of course. There's always your weirdos. But no matter what it is, whether the community is big or small, there's always going to be at least one weirdo. Like, when My Hero first came out, why are people shipping Deku and um, Todoroki? Why? Like, they oh, had... They huh? 
They do that for everything. Yeah, but that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, no matter what it is, whether whether they has has a lot of fans or like no fans, because we're people, always going to do this type of stuff. I mean, some some females do that. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's still weird. We're not saying there's anything wrong with you know two male characters like you. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't make it. It wouldn't make sense to the story whatsoever if they started dating. Yeah, if the characters were made to be a certain way, just leave it at that. Like why he likes uh the the, the Uraka, whatever is her name is. Why are you guys shipping him people with don't guy? ship people don't ship people just because it makes sense. Yeah, it's yeah. exactly man. People, people, people like ship people, people together because of rule thirty. Oh my god. Like I have one no, thing serious. to say about the one maybe though. The One Piece community is top five worst communities I've ever seen, especially on Twitter, bro. If you go there and you see the sort of stupid ass discussions they have there weekly, man, it'll yeah. really make you lose faith in, in humanity, bro. But like I said, and no it, matter what, there's going to be retarded nah, nah. things. But that's most of the like ninety percent of One Piece fans, bro, are whack. Like I'm not even trying to be a hater, but like half the shit they say, bro, it's so infuriating. A lot of communities end up like that, though. Like half the community hates Zoro. The other half loves him till till death, and they're always going at it, bro. It's so, so here's what I'm saying. So here's, here's what I'm hearing. So generally, when the community is a smaller community, obviously it's more niche because, you know, there's less people that know about it, and the people that do know about it are more so just interested in it because they really enjoy the content and whatnot. And when the community is smaller, there is there there tends to be more people that are just there like for the quality of it but then as the community grows you obviously that that part of the fan base does stay and it does grow but then you also get people who do you know are there for just just to cause trouble or just to just to annoy people and all that stuff so all in all considering that you know like small communities are there and the larger communities are there both communities have the good parts of them would you guys say that these communities you know there's the the good of these communities always like the negative aspects of it or you know, the negative aspects just... I think, just in the, I think in the past it did, but as we keep going, it's it's getting worse and worse. Mm. Oh, like, definitely. It's not the same as it was before when I first started watching anime, just years ago, like... Since what? Ten, five, ten years? Uh, About like, yeah, like seven to ten years since I watched, started watching anime. Back then, like, you just... After you watch your episode, you check the comments, you know, nice peaceful conversation. Yo, this episode was great. Can't wait for the next episode, you know. Nice little discussion. But now it's just toxic every episode. Well, even for video games, toxicity all the time. Like, it's just getting bad as years keep going. Okay. Yo, as someone who's, like, watched anime, like, pretty much my entire life since I can remember, like, uh... I have, I won't say I've been there since you know, the start of these communities, but uh, in the beginning, it was just me and my sisters, you know, and it was just us talking about what we just watched and it eventually got into more and more people. And even though I'd meet the occasional weirdo who would be like, hey, this people suck and these people suck and you know what, you suck for liking this person. There was always that person who was like, hey, your ideas are kind of interesting. Your ideas are kind of nice. Well, what do you think about this? And even though there's going to be a bunch of haters, 
uh, who are gonna, you know, just try to ruin your day and ruin your love for anything. Honestly, it's I think having someone to talk to about it happily kind of outweighs any of the negatives because honestly with all these negative comments even if they're terrible and awful you can always ignore them but when it comes to those people who you know really get you or are interesting to talk to you, those are the kind of people you have a chance to interact with because of these communities mm -hmm. so i feel like you know even though yeah the bad is maybe might be increasing more and more that the good still outweighs it because some of those things you can't get but the bad you can probably get even if you walk outside and bump into a stranger that's fair yeah yeah, uh, yeah i agree with that when when you're like me and all of you, nobody knows your favorites but then you go online and you put people on and they enjoy it and then i'll talk about it later bro there's there's nothing there's no better feeling than that so why is it that when we give you anime suggestions you don't even like listen to us because <laughs> he believes your superior taste. Because <laughs> I don't watch anime, bro. If you give me manga, right, I might check it out. But anime, I can't do it anymore. I tried watching Blue Lock. So you check out that Blue Lock, bro. Check yeah, out Blue Lock. I read Blue Lock. You wouldn't like to hear my opinions about it, though. Oh my! There's no God. way you have something bad to say about Blue Lock. There's no way. I have many things bad to say about Blue Lock. Yeah, I don't know. Next, well, next we're talking about these toxic communities, man. <laughs> Yo, on that note, next question, bro. Yeah, literally, yeah, yeah. I can't even talk to this guy. All right then. All hey, right, so uh -huh. let's let's move on. We 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 heard enough about that. So, in y'all's opinion, how would you envision the future of just you know escapism products? You know, it could be you know anime, video games. For example, video games could turn out to be like virtual reality. Uh, like full dive like you know sort of online type of thing or even like you know on like certain countries not even certain countries like if you think about it like 10 years ago there no one no there was no such thing as a sex doll 10 years ago but now you have full-on like robots. i don't know fucking silicone things or robots or whatever the hell you want to call them and you know those things who, who knows how those can the mega masturbator 3000 are <laughs> well, you telling me? I never heard I of that, but uh, you tell me I can't say the word N word, but you guys can start talking about <laughs> balls and the Mega Masturbator three thousand. Yeah, but that's not, not offensive get... to nobody. Yeah, yeah big difference. Big difference. All right, so hold on. Let's 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 just see. Well, where where do you guys see this whole you know trend going in the future? Let's start off with math. Uh, personally, I know you guys are gonna probably talk about the products. And whatnot. I, I'm sure we got a lot to say about that. But uh, before <laughs> before we talk about that, I'm just gonna talk about like something else that I saw that might happen. Um, personally, I think that like the development of like escapism products, like specifically the one that like blur the line between like reality and fiction, and I mean like sort of online type stuff, right? I feel like it's definitely gonna cause a lot of debate around the idea of escapism itself in the future and what that means um honestly <clears throat> i believe that the idea of escapism will become a lot more relevant in the future like from a political standpoint um most likely because like all these escapism products they're and like the laws surrounding them they're 
pretty much going to be like a very big part of society from an emotional and from like an economical standpoint like for example like once it gets to a certain point like the way that like oil might affect our society today i feel like escapism problems will probably have that much influence eventually and so Okay. That's how I see some things developing outside of just the products themselves. All right, all right. And uh, uh, I think uh, Essien might have had something to add. Oh, no, my goat was, you know, just feeling something. But, you know, I still I got something to say still. Uh, so, honestly, when it comes to these, like, products, escapism products, like, what are you guys saying? VR and for video games and... I don't know how it, and I don't know how it applies to anime. Maybe you get a full body doll, like all of them, and they're just surrounding your rooms. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you don't like you be one of those people who don't like 3D girls, but you like them 2D girls. So sounds uh, like you. But I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, what is the what okay so uh, what i'm looking at right now is like the definition of escapism you know which is pretty much it says the tendency to seek distraction and relief from unpleasant realities i mean if he's doing it and it's making him feel nice without annoying or inconveniencing anybody else then i say go for it man okay like you guys got uh i forgot who said it but he had a point when he was talking about how the uh like things like VR might change the how the politics in the world see things. Like, oh my God, it might be as big as oil. The, the possibilities, and you're definitely right. But that's even though that technology might change something, it's still we're still talking about the influence on one guy. You know, for the world, it might be this big thing. For what one that one guy, he just wants to you know escape from the bad day he was having, and he might be doing that whether it's by watching anime for the rest of his days or you know just relaxing on it playing a video game pretending he's some warrior fighting goblins or you know maybe cross-dressing as a priestess healing people so as long as he's not hurting nobody See, i say i agree and keep on coming i agree to a certain extent because like say okay say we're friends and then you're using one of these products and then i see you're like abusing it and then because of that, you know, with the rest of your life, you're not productive, you're skipping out on work, you're wasting too much money, this and that. Obviously, at the end of the day, you're not bothering me. But as your friend, it's like, damn, bro, get your shit together. Nah. Yeah, yeah. Nah, man. I mean, no, I, I, think, I think you're worried. If you're worried, that's a type of, you know, bothering, you know, I'm not. It's not you're bothered because your friend is seems to be out of touch with the world and that yeah. is a type of bothering you know so okay. like i said then, you know sure. it's completely fine but you know if my friend was like oh he's he's playing video games okay i'll go play the video game and check on him and see what's happening with his life and then you talk through him through the video game and you know he's and the friend is okay with that then that's cool but like i said if there's some kind of worry or bothering that he's causing people then yeah then it becomes a problem yeah okay Just make i think sure. like to add on kind of to what Essien's saying is that i mean like already today even if we don't have all these new technologies like you know extremely crazy vr we already have a lot of ways we can escape these days like right now 
Yeah. And I think like, even though it might be easier or in the future to escape, it's still not going to change. I don't think it's going to change too much on how it's going to affect everybody, how they try to escape, because we can still do it today, if you know what I mean. I, I definitely, I kind of agree, but I kind of disagree. Um, I guess let me, let me just explain my point further, right? Um, just to make things a bit clearer. But I think the, what worries me a bit is the way in which society views the idea of escapism, because that could affect like the way a society views a specific idea or how they value it really could affect people on an individual level. Let's take masculinity, for example, the way it is being viewed now is not good for men today. Yeah, and you could see it on an individual level. So my point is, is that the way these big ideas that might seem, you know, relevant to a society and not an individual, the, the way these ideas are viewed and valued by society does affect people on an individual level, because it's 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 the way it's essentially like the values that a society holds that shapes a person. Mm -hmm. So if you view something in a twisted way that isn't necessarily good and sometimes, you know, it, this does happen. I can right? I cannot add on to that. Actually. It could it could actually affect people on a um on a on a personal level so like while we might have we might we already have like escapism products now i definitely agree with that we could still escape in many ways now but the way in which people use it on an individual level will most likely change based on how society views it yeah, yeah. i can i can actually add on to that um I was uh, reading, this is just to add on to the part of like, you know, what society values to help shape people as individuals. I believe that to be true. Um, just like, you know, readings I was doing for school and whatnot, um, for psychology and whatever. It was basically comparing uh, how people view themselves in the West versus the East. Um, people in the West, especially, we view ourselves as independent individuals who are supposed to go out there and make a living for ourselves, just in general. Okay, and that's that affects how people move moves like like nowadays, even the girls, even the guys, like everyone's just you know independent. But in the East, most people fam family is much more valued. So most people, when they're describing themselves, they describe themselves with traits that make them seem more sociable and give them advantages in sociable social situations or family situations. And that's how people tend to develop in eastern countries because eastern countries value family principles more than the west who is more focused on being independent mm. so you guys see what we're saying here yeah and i can add on to that a little go for it the family value thing while a portion of that comes from confucianism which is like a set of like, I, I might not be 100% correct, but like just from what I, I've learned over the years is that Confucianism is like basically a set of rules uh, or like a philosophy that they live by, that they live by in China. Mm -hmm. that, that was introduced in ancient China and the Han Dynasty. And it's and it sticks up until today where it's like it emphasizes on something called familial piety, which is, as Michael said, uh, just just focusing on your family yeah. being good for your family like for the children it's like looking after your parents after they grow older after they grow old the parents it's loving and taking care of their children mm. and yeah like because of the way they're raised the way their culture is is 
it's a lot more focused on family than than ours yeah mm-hmm. and like i think an example that that just demonstrates uh akira's point just now is how western society views old people compared to eastern society in eastern society and eastern media old people are depicted as wise as people that you turn to for knowledge in western society they may be depicted as that sometimes but a lot of the time they're dismissed they're 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 they're, they're represented as senile you don't need them anymore it's very very That's different true. yeah all right moving on all right so now that we've discussed you know uh what we kind of see these products moving towards in the future you know what our ideas would be about that uh do you guys think that these forms of entertainment would get banned at any point or like how extreme would the the effects of these type of products how extreme would the effects have to be on society for them to be banned like on a large scale and uh i mean okay so when you think of these types of entertainment we've been talking about what what are you saying uh video games anime uh so pretty much the extreme versions of those would probably be vr and maybe i think vr would just take the cake for both of those because you know it's either you're being put into the anime to watch the tv and you're within the drama or you're the character you're trying to play and you're playing the game as the character i think either way I don't think it's going to be banned anytime soon, any versions of it. Maybe it might be restricted. I think a lot of content, like anime content, like certain type of animes and maybe a few mangas will probably be restricted access because of its, uh, you know, just what they show people and people's ages and decency. But other than that, I feel like the farther we go and the more people realize the potential of what video games and uh anime or or even just regular tv has to offer people yeah i think it'll be more accepted because i mean most of the most of the life lessons i've learned have been from anime you know Mm. you know like to treat your friends properly and your family properly and that uh, that to have strength is also to, is to have perseverance and you know and that the best dreams are the biggest dreams you know i want to be pirate king i want to be hokage i want to i want to you know save my save the world you know i want to rule the world you know all these big dreams that help them accomplish the tiny goals that we think were so amazing all those things i learned from watching my animes and then video games have especially the the community has taught me a lot of my social skills being able to talk to other people uh, interact with you know just you guys for one um my friends my family i feel like i got a lot more confident after i started you know talking to my friends and playing video games with them so so i mean and plus video even now to this day the technology that comes from vr and ar which is augmented reality is being used around the world you know for virtual tours of the amazon rainforest or you know just house tours or you know being able to simulate uh, hospital operations or surgeries man you know this this technology is being used everywhere for different things and if it keeps going then it's going to be amazing 
I agree, but there's always going to be a group of people who's going to find a way to make it negative. Like, when, like, Call of Duty and stuff started coming out, and then all of a sudden, you know, school shootings started to happen, and then, like, moms were like, oh, kids, no kids should be playing Call of Duty at all. Like, Call of Duty shouldn't even be a game because it's teaching kids to use guns and stuff like that, you know? Obviously, like, that's taking it way out of proportion because I played those games, like, since I was, like, 12. Yet, I'm fine, right? So there's always going to be a community who's going to be like, um, let me fuck some shit up right now. And then they're going to start causing trouble. I mean, I guess that, but that... But taking from that same logic, people should stop playing City Skyliner or else they might become architects. Yeah. Or, or you know, stop playing Cook and Mama or they might become chefs. <laughs> it's like, it's like, you know, if you're going to go from that length, you got to be able to take it with, take it the good and the bad. Because yeah. just like everything in life, you can't be with every bright light, there's a shadow, you know? I mean, even if you drink too much milk, you can get cancer and die. So, um, I think there's a bad thing, a thing with almost everything in this. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dang. so why are we drinking milk? Why do we drink milk? Milk is milk is not good for this you. Is Trey, this is Trey. Yeah, you guys, baby, no, I, 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 I agree with Trey. I agree with Trey, bro. This shit, this should not be. Store, all that some protein. I'm milk, bro. Bro, it's all it's all about oat milk, bro. Oat milk, huh? Yeah, I drink oat milk, man. My kid is getting milk up to the age of 12, and then that's it. It's over. Twelve. My kid is getting milk, bro. You give them up to the age of three. Yeah, three, bro. No, 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 because your body is still developing, kind of. You need the calcium now. As soon as you're done breastfeeding around there, you don't actually need No, but that's the thing, bro. Dark vegetables provide more calcium than milk. Give your kid that. I'll look and into it's a that, lot healthier. I'll look into that. But as far as I know, like up to the, like the age of twelve is like kind of safe. After that, you don't need milk, like completely. <laughs> as far as I, I know, mean, there's a reason people are, so many people are lactose intolerant, man. But uh, Essen, you were saying that uh, anime and stuff like that has helped you kind of like develop in a way, right? Yeah, as much as there, there's bad things that come from you know anime culture there's a lot more good things i believe you know the lessons we learn the improvement to our social skills and ability to talk to people to adapt to any situation from all the weird experiences that anime and video games just impart on us you know i've actually learned a few things even if some of them were about guns and violence uh from video <laughs> games so, so can, I, can i say you're kind of like reliance on anime then like you're kind of dependent on that to develop in a way, I mean, oh. I'm not reliant on it. Like I could, I probably could have. I read a lot, so I probably could have developed from reading books as well. But you know, I just found anime an easier way to do it. It's not so like I'm reliant I, on it. No, it's no, like no, a tool. I, I, I agree with him. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's a bad thing to be reliant on anime. Like obviously to a certain extent, but like, and this is kind of back to like the reason of the podcast, right? One way that um you get an idea across and the one way that anyone gets an idea across without shoving it down your throat is by telling a story okay and that's what anime does and it does it very well and that's why people are able to absorb lessons from it very well mm-hmm. i think you okay? can say that about like any form of entertainment yeah, too. anything yeah it really yeah. De- it, like Whether it depends from person to person what, what like 
what whatever suits them they'll probably absorb it better yeah. anime just happens to be very good for a lot of people plus um what's it called also if like let's say theoretically that anime is someone's avenue to grow or or i guess i don't know if you want to call it dependent but even if they are dependent on anime to grow if they are open enough to experience to be able to grow from anime they're also open enough to to look elsewhere outside of anime to grow from other places so i don't think a dependency can really form there when someone's growing as an individual yeah so going back to what mickey was kind of saying with uh the negative look that video games or anime could potentially or wait mickey you're saying it was more so people kind of take it out of proportion yeah and, all, like there's always going to be that group of people going to be like hey yo like what are you doing even though what we're doing is per perfectly normal and legal there's always going to be that group of people who's just going to hate Okay, so like now let's say uh I don't know, like I'm gonna I'm gonna use like Sasuke here as like an example. He literally watched his older brother kill his parents and stuff like that. And then Sasuke was like, Oh, okay, I definitely want revenge. So like let's say I'm a I'm a kid who literally lost his parents. I seen the person who murdered my parents, right? Yeah. Now Naruto in a way is kind of showing like you know, like let's say I idolize Sasuke in a way. Now I kind of want to take revenge on that person who killed my parents. Yeah. Do you, do you see that as like a a thing that can actually kind of happen? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before, before, you, before you answer that, before you answer that. But did this person? This person finished watching Naruto. Yeah, though. exactly. <laughs> I was about to say that. I thought it's fair. You know what's that's 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 the thing though like generally if someone idolizes like you never know who's watching the show right it could be a kid and you never know if the kid's gonna finish it right yeah um but yeah i agree with trey right these stories while they are good they're double-edged sword right i was reading an article right and some person made like a very very good like i think it was movie about mm -hmm. like um uh it was like i think it was world war one I mean, and how like the the like the certain battles were portrayed because before apparently those battles were portrayed as glorious people were going to war and winning and winning battles and stuff but then that person brought to light that those battles were actually gruesome and they were horrible yeah. right so on the one hand it helped uh bring like the the actual perspective of what happened to light but at the same time like i said double-edged sword some veterans that watched that movie it brought back their ptsd yeah like it's it's a double-edged sword and like there's 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 it's very hard to say what you could do about this because there's 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 always like risk involved when you're when you're telling a story when you're speaking right um it's literally like uh, the two I thirds, think, but i think I, this one i'm like go ahead okay so i was gonna say what i was gonna say with the sasuke example even though uh the war uh the world war story example was good but with the sasuke example i think it's different because that's like listening to a story like two pages in saying okay i've learned what i need to learn and then fish fin going to do what you did you have to actually finish the story because that's where all the lessons are you know it's mm, like even then it's like some people can be like okay yeah he what he did was great what he did what he did needed to happen but other people could have been like, honestly, there could have been a different way, right? So I think no matter yeah, what, there's I mean, two sides to it. 
I mean, at the end, it's, it's the way people will choose interpret to interpret it. Yeah, the yeah. way they choose to interpret it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And like, and, and you can't really put it on just the media itself. Yeah, yeah it's definitely. Yeah. People watching it. Yeah, there's there's a lot of factors that influence what, how how the message is interpreted. Like back to Eskin's point, you never know what like what situation a person that idolizes Sasuke might be in. Imagine if it's a kid in a third world country that who knows maybe only had access to a certain amount of episodes um for example you know thing the the example that trey gave you know i don't know family got killed he knows who the killer is killer's on trial he has an opportunity to somehow get his revenge like you never know the situation that the person might be in. they may not have a, have a chance to finish the story and see how it actually was yeah so then again we're kind of back to a stalemate double-edged sword we don't know what to do about oh. but but what about like uh you know, like a, a show that doesn't really have like a, a ending that shows like the, the right thing to do. Like, let's say uh, domestic girlfriend. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I, 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 that's the thing. The domestic girlfriend in that regard, I don't mind. Like, I, I don't know what to say about. I don't know how to answer your question in, as in like um. Like what we should do about that because like domestic girlfriend while the ending may have been bad it's realistic because that situation can happen in alabama maybe <laughs> <laughs> they may be but the point is that it can happen and a lot of stories don't have good endings but they have realistic endings they have realistic endings so uh, all right in that regard so we're, we're kind of undecided on. We're still kind of undecided because it's a, it's a, it's a very, right. very 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 big. You know what we can we can I feel like everyone has their own point. They're, they're all good. Decide. Yeah. Decide. Y'all got an opinion on this? Let us know. I'd say just attempt to interpret it in a positive manner. All right. So let's move on. So here's another question about you know escapism <clears> products, <throat> you know video games and social media and whatnot. Would you say all these things help us or help people in general or of our generation, the younger generation, you know, does it help them develop their in-person social skills or does it hinder their ability to socialize in general when like, you know, take, for example, this whole pandemic and whatnot, you're inside. It is kind of extreme, but, you know, you're inside and let's say you're just talking a lot on social media and whatnot and or maybe on Xbox and stuff. Would that you know, affects your ability to, you know, then go out and socialize when lockdown is done with your friends and or new people and whatnot. Uh, or, you know, would it like help you out or would have, you know, hindered your ability? What would you say about this, Jordan? Um, yeah, well, what I think is kind of like how you choose to use this to talk to people. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, like so I've done it. And as Essien mentioned before, um, yeah, you can use that to talk to new people you've never talked to in video games. You meet new people mm -hmm. and you try to cooperate, like mm -hmm. you're all trying to do the same goal. So you get to learn how to talk to them. Yeah. But at the same time, you can also see the opposite way how you can use that, you know. Obviously with toxicity, you're not actually trying. You wouldn't actually talk to people like you meet in real life like that. For the most part, uh, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I have something I, to add to that. I would say, um, what's it called? I would say that, like, it's actually quite different for uh, social media versus, like, video games and stuff. Because, like, on social media, you just message people. And you don't actually get... Because, remember, when you're playing video games, especially if it's multiplayer, you're put into lobbies 
with random people that you've never spoken to. On top of that, you're using microphones to actually have conversations with people. You're not you, like if you take think about it like this. It's like it's like going into a game, talking to random people on your team is like going on social media, trying to video call someone or voice call someone that you never don't met. never met and never spoken to about anything. So like it's, I feel like it's very different on um social media so i feel like if if like for example during this pandemic if someone was just on social media most of the time then i feel like it would it wouldn't help their social skills very much um i don't fully agree honestly it depends on the the, what i'm saying is like it depends on how you use the platform but for the most part you would benefit more if you were playing video games and talking to random people on a microphone versus just scrolling on social media and whatnot like when you're actually hearing people will change yeah yeah, exactly actually I mean, Twitter is just hell. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I like fully agree easy. because while it, while definitely like talking to people in person is definitely different than simply texting someone, right? On social media. I do think, personally, I think it'd be unwise to like, like undervalue what that could bring you. Like, for example, if you're on Twitter, like a Kiro, and every day you're forced to defend specific opinions that you have, then you're always forced to develop those opinions. And yeah, personally, right, 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 like, right. and this is like a personal belief of mine. Yeah, but I mean, you get better users. at communicating by writing. Yeah. And what are you uh, doing all the time when you're talking to people on social media trying to defend points? You're writing. Because pers- <laughs> like, personally, I think writing is thinking. But then right. again, well, th- that's the thing, though. But do when it comes do to, that, to tackling like, more, like, issues like that that require, you know... A high level of you know thinking social media isn't really the place where they bring up stuff like that it's more so just fake news and just trends and stuff You're like that. Yeah, i'm not, yeah, I'm not talking about social media specifically though yeah can i say something yeah yeah uh, go ahead go ahead you're assuming that people want to develop their ideas that's what i was gonna say because me i was reading my hero recently and i was just insulting it i wasn't developing nothing I was just looking for things to dislike mm-hmm. just to make tweets about it. So a lot trash. of people, yeah, a lot of people just do that. They don't want to defend or they don't want to explain their opinion. They just say whatever they want and they could just ignore it because, you know, you're not forced to debate or nothing like that. So yeah, I was going to, I was even though I'm more pro using uh, video games and social media to improve technology, uh, communication skills and everything. I was going to play devil's advocate here because, you know, as much as it improves your communication, you know, you actually need to go outside and communicate for act- to actually do anything. If oh, you're yeah. just using social media, then you're no matter how much you write, how much you try to discuss your topics, how much you talk to people in a video game chat, you're just going to when you see a person in the flesh, there's a different kind of pressure than there is when you're just behind a screen. Yeah, because, you know, you know why the reason that people are able to do all these trolling and all this trash talk online is because they're online. It's because they're able to hide behind an anonymous screen. And, you know, when it comes to being in person and having a person who sees you in like, okay, so this is the person who's talking to me. If he gives me opinion, I'm going to know it's his. There's more pressure on every decision that you make and every word that you say so yeah yeah also you can't go you can't can't go crazy on what you say yeah i definitely agree with you because like what's it called you can't the same same way we were talking about um just you know people that are racist online 
These people will literally say anything because no one holds them accountable. No one's gonna... If you say something racist in front of someone in person, especially if it's a guy and a guy, shit's gonna go down. But if you're online, what the hell is gonna happen? Like, at the most, they're gonna be like, this is your address. And you almost never run into someone like that. So. Like, Mike Tyson had a quote about about this. He's like, people could say whatever they want online because you won't get punched in the face. Yeah. Literally. Jeez, said by Mike Tyson? <laughs> He's right, bro. He's right. That's what those IG inspirational quotes say. say might as well be, might as well say, Jesus Christ, might as well say people say what they like because they don't want to die. Yeah. In the face. But yeah, I guess... um. Back to uh, Jordan's point, I, I definitely agree with the idea of it being... Uh, dependent on how you choose to use your time during the during the pandemic yeah this also does go into our next question which was you know just observing people around you and whatnot and how they choose to use their time and whatnot whether or not you know they're actually using the free time they have to try and indulge in new skills that would benefit them or they're just wasting their time you know it's just scrolling on tiktok or something and you know just they've kind of just stopped they're kind of frozen in time in a sense so that is the end of the uh, main discussion for today uh, if you guys have any opinions in regards to what we were talking about feel free to leave a comment on youtube once again also we have one question to leave you with which is simply you know if or more so when technology does get to the point specifically video games it gets to the point where you know, we have virtual reality, like full dive. Same thing as like Sword Art Online. So you're literally just, your consciousness is in a game. Would you, you know, purchase that sort of product and use it? Or would you stay clear of that because you're skeptical and maybe, you know, you feel like it's too much of a time investment or you just wouldn't be invested enough in reality, you know, all that sort of stuff. So feel free to uh, give us your opinion on that. Now, before we finish off this episode let's talk a bit about 2021 a lot of us played different games and watched a bunch of anime and whatnot so i would like to ask everyone what would you say is was the most memorable video game or anime it could have been it could have been super good it could have been super garbage it could have been super controversial you know it could have it could have disappointed you like crazy whatever it is you know Tell us about it. I think I'm going to start with Trey, because I know he has something to say. It's crazy, crazy. Um, most memorable video game. Technically, my video game actually came out in tw the end of 2020, but that's okay. Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk was horrible. I mean, now I know they kind of came up with the new gen version of it. Uh, I did go on and mess around like a couple of minutes, but really and truly, I don't see any change. It's still trash. Um, <laughs> That's so disappointing. Go back and replay the game because I heard that they also have more content in the game. But I'm gonna still say the game's trash. It was really disappointing for me. Um, I'm not gonna really say too much, but like they, it was basically a false ad advertisement. They said there's multiple storylines that you can basically choose from and uh kind of wasn't true kind of was but kind of wasn't not from what i was expecting from them so yeah 
Cyberpunk was my most memorable game for off the fact that it was trash. That's so sad. <laughs> yeah, that game is garbage, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, every time Michael and Trey were playing it, they're like, it's not that bad. You know, if you get past nah, this, nah, Trey didn't even if you look play over it. this, and I, you look at this, it's not that bad. Nah, that game was trash. They admitted it. Oh, no, wait, you did the first time you the game. Yeah, no, never mind. Yeah, yeah, you did play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was someone else. I was, I was thinking about someone else. But yeah, it was. It was, was <sighs> if you get past the, the fact that your car's not even <laughs> rendering, the game's not that bad. Yeah. No, that game is trash. What do you mean <laughs> the game's not rendering? Don't let me get past the point. I think Bro, was, honestly, like in terms of like video games, man. Oh, uh, now that you brought up Cyberpunk, I gotta say it was it was pretty disappointing. That's all I'm gonna say about that. But the, the game I played the most was probably Apex. In my opinion, Apex is the best battle royale game out there. Better than all Fucking what's it called? Fortnite. Uh, Fortnite. Fortnite is. I find it boring, but you can't disregard the fact that the building aspect is a little difficult and does take some skill. But you know what also takes skill? Positioning. Anyways, we're gonna move on. Warzone. Warzone. Trash. So you know. What about PUBG? PUBG's are PUBG's are right. PUBG's are right. People will say Warzone is better than Apex, which is funny. It's I funny because those people that. are garbage at video games and they don't want to fucking play anything. Except I, I think there's more of a following on Warzone than there is on Apex. Oh, I know, but that's because that's because it's Call of Duty and people love to bandwagon. Basically, yes, basically, what I'm saying is everyone who was bandwagoning a couple years ago for the Warriors, those are the same people playing Warzone. Crazy. <laughs> Alright, yo, who wants to go next? We beat them in six, yeah? <laughs> yeah, we did. Well, um, I mean, I could say a game that came 2021 oh. that I liked, oh, which was, uh, well, I'm currently playing it right now. It's, it's Takes Two. And yeah, I think, like, I wish there was more games that came out like that, you know, more like of a co-op thing, something I could sit down and just play me and someone else like a lot of stuff i don't know lots, lots of shooters that are out and yeah i think it was just a lot of fun i played um i'm on my third playthrough right now i played with my brother and a couple friends okay, in nice. my opinion a, yeah. a game of 2021 which i sadly did not get to finish would be persona 5. Mm. Yo, I love that game. I still I just, yeah. like, I'm still just waiting to play it and finish it. Wait, yeah. wait, Essie, the, the real the real question is, who's best girl? Who's best girl? Hold on, hold on. Crazy. Before, no, don't answer that. Don't, <laughs> don't answer that. <laughs> yeah, you know it's gonna be Don't answer, answer that. Answer it. Don't answer it. All those girls. <laughs> okay, well. Well, even though I didn't get to finish it, I do have another one, which I did finish. Or, or I'm caught up, to say the least. It's not really an... Well, it's an anime now, but it was a manga in 2021. Uh, it's Komi Can't Communicate. And, oh, I just... I just like it because it's hilarious. It's a, it's a life, slice of life anime slash manga, which just, is just funny. And, and, you know, it just, just uh, resonates with me a lot because when I moved a lot around a lot uh, i didn't really have time to make friends and seeing someone who has those kind of same insecurities even though it's a girl 
just resonates with me a, li a little bit. So, yeah. That's fair enough. Okay. Okay. I actually have something to add. Uh, no. I forgot. There's one manhwa that was trash. Garbage. It finished recently. It's called Solo Leveling. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's not trash, but it's so anticlimactic. Like, yeah. yeah. Bro, literally, the they did not develop the characters, bro. Man's yeah, like, let is. me solo this whole army that's God, gonna kill the world. It's called solo leveling, bro. Nah, I don't, don't care. Nobody cares about story. Nobody cares about character. character yeah. It's just fighting. Yeah. Yo, yo, let, let me put you guys on. It's a better version, and the characters are actually nice. The Omniscient Reader's viewpoint. It's actually. Uh, that is a good one. That, or even better. The beginning after the end. You guys have to read that one. It's mono? Yeah, it's mono. It's so good. good. All right, I'll, I'll start. Wait, Essie, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. The beginning oh. after the end might be a bit too much story. I mean, you guys got to realize, I read the light novels before any of this stuff come out. Oh, for real? So, yeah. So, um, Do you read the, the, the Louis Zero light novels? Of course. Those? I, uh, I'm not caught up, those are nuts. But yeah. Who's not uh, crazy? Yo. What about you, Riyad? Does it have to be something that came out in 2021? No, no, it could be something you could have been relevant in 2021. Yeah. I don't know like that. Red Dead 2, I'm pretty sure it came out well, in 2021. Not... Actually, no, I don't think it did. Well, I guess I'll choose Red Dead 2 since that's like the closest thing to modern that I really liked, that I experienced. The game was great. The finale was, was really tear jerking. Uh, Arthur Morgan is a fantastic protagonist. I remember his name. Um, it came out in 2018. I can't tell time anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's a game I'll forever remember, though. And thank you, Jordan, for putting me on. You know what's a game you would forever remember if you played it? It's called The Witcher 3. You know, I'm, I'm not going to play it, so... Because you're a waste, man. Uh, All right, next. Uh, hold up, hold up. Yeah, what, was your, what was your most memorable uh, anime or manga? Of, uh, last wow, year, that's how could have been something you read last year. Yeah, yeah, could be something you read. Oh, last year I've read a bunch of amazing stuff. It was probably Ashitano Joe, uh, super influential and cultural changer. Uh, probably the best sports series out there. It's a very touching, emotional, dark, depressing series. Like, and it has like probably the best conclusion ever. See. So that would be the answer. Best as in realistic or best as in good? Every, like everything in the story culminates, like builds up to that final page. Not not even final, like like even final arc too. But the final page, bro, that's it's iconic. Okay then. Can I, can, can I tell you? Can I tell you guys my favorite like anime slash manga of the twenty twenty one season? No, we don't care about your opinion. Domestic stepsister, bro. Okay, well, yes, domestic girlfriend would have been in that shit. That's but I enjoyed it to the very end. I'm still enjoying that shit to this day. To this day, my favorite anime probably was Ace of the Diamond. I was introduced to into that shit at like what was it? I think it was early 2020, but One, to me, that, that, that is like the best anime out. I don't care what anyone says, but 
the worst manga I've read. You guys might hate me for this one. Is Demon Slayer? <laughs> what? No. What you mean by that? Wait, you finished it? Ooh, this man just made a lot of enemies. I just want to say it's average. It's overhyped. It's average. It's 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 average. I love that. I agree. Yeah, shut your bitch ass up, bro. I mean, I could see his point though. I think. I think the end of the the end of the manga got boring, but the anime is definitely better. Yeah, well, anime's definitely the animation's better. nice, but it's still an average anime. You, like, you, know, yeah, right? you, you know what? The, the anime was pretty good until they, uh, you know, killed Rengoku. Whoa, no. spoiler alert! Spoiler! Yo, everyone who watched this, you gotta put a spoiler everyone. on the okay. podcast now. Right. <laughs> everyone should know he's dead by now. If, yeah, if you don't yeah. know he's dead by now, then I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, you're lying. Yeah. The movie came out last year. Yeah. Your fault. Yeah. They made a whole recap of the movie. With it, with episodes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I didn't spoil it though. It was Matthew. All right, Mickey. But for my favorite uh, anime <clears throat> that I watched in 2020, one of the most underrated anime ever. Iron Blooded Orphans. Mm. That oh, yes. Was a masterpiece. From character development to story to plot, whatever it had it all. And on top of that, an anime genre that most people don't like, mecha animes, they made it amazing. I don't know about you guys, but like, you know for those who actually watched it, it's crazy. Do you know what's a masterpiece? Don't even say it. Don't even say it. Don't even say it. All right, what about video games being fun? I don't really have video games, to be honest. Like, 2020. It's I literally just grabbed it. Guys, guys, guys. 2021. 2021. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we, we getting old, bro. We. No, it's just the, the whole pandemic, literally. Yeah. 2020 and 2021, they didn't feel like two different years. Oh, yeah, I felt like yeah. one. Yeah. One long. long. Felt like one was like, crappy this year. Be my year. This is going to be my year. Then everyone got fucked up. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be my year. I'd say my most iconic game of 2021 was definitely uh inside i think inside i didn't i see i would i would say persona 5 but i didn't play royal yet i, I definitely like persona 5 is probably number two but like i really like this ah fuck. actually i don't even know persona 5 and 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 fucking inside those two are like my favorite games point the one that i played um in terms of like anime and stuff i'd say my favorite anime that i watched in 2021 was neon genesis that was that shit was go anime like th like this this better than this, one piece this fool here was bothering me about it for a whole year and i didn't 24 watch episodes it was actually amazing better than a thousand it was actually amazing Sweet and short it's yeah it is like I can't be, it, neon it, genesis yeah. is amazing bro that's like one of the best, the best. did is you see better than demon <laughs> yes Bar of course Demon's Demon's doesn't compare what, what the fuck what? Nah, nah, that's, 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 that's disrespectful that's disrespectful bro. what are you talking about what the hell? That's like throwing dirt on fucking diamond, bro. Yo, yo, Akira. Wearing bleach yeah. to Naruto. <laughs> what, what's better in your opinion, bro? Demon Slayer or My Hero? Crazy how he didn't watch any of them. Nah, he got forced yeah, to, uh, to read My Hero oh. from a friend. Did you watch the bed? Did you read Demon Slayer though? 
like the first chapter and i watched <laughs> so how are you gonna make a judgment on it if you only watch the first chapter hey, <laughs> hey, hold up hold up hold up there's, there's 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 one last thing that i'd like to nominate and put you guys on nobody is fucking ready yet except for maybe yes chainsaw man Oh fucking God, it's chainsaw good. man bro i, I yo essie i i i read manga? no no it's a manga i read oh, jujutsu kaisen bro and then i read chainsaw man i'm just like yo jujutsu kaisen is shit what the hell <laughs> yeah I, I i realized from jujutsu kaisen there's a lot of similarities to chainsaw man too but i like it i think i like jujutsu kaisen as its own thing but chainsaw man is still really good oh my god it's all insane. right all right all right guys so when the Chainsaw Man anime comes out, oh, there's gonna be gonna Sims be everywhere, bro. I don't know. I, yeah. I have to dip from at that point. Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> well, that is basically the end of our first episode. Thank you for tuning in. You can find us on different streaming platforms such as Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, and more. If you enjoy this video, make sure to rate us five stars or give us a thumbs up on YouTube. And uh, once again, I'm your host, Michael, and I'm joined by everyone. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, I can hear you motherfucking typing. Nigga. <laughs>